Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Yes, you are. Welcome back. It's exactly three o'clock here in New South Wales, two o'clock up there in uh, Queensland. Welcome to all of our listeners, wherever you might be tuning in. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday afternoon. Weather's a bit rubbish, but I can't really help you uh, with that. Um, but tune in to us. As I said earlier, it might be uh, a time or a day to uh, do the indoors, enjoy the indoors, like board games or or cards or anything. Um, my executive producer here, Cowboy Dan, we've got a list and we've got a new segment. It's the, it's called um, Things That Dan Ain't Done. Yes. And I know that's not the correct Queen's English, Dan Ain't Done, um, but it's a growing list. You've never driven a car, you've never ridden a horse, you've never fished, you've never surfed, you've never um, played cards, talking about indoor sports. You've never... You've never um, Never skied, nope. talking about Winter Olympics. You've never hopped into a canoe or a kayak. No. Nope. And you've never grown a beard. Correct. So we're up to about nine or ten on the list yeah. of things that Dan ain't we're done. There. This man on the line has done plenty, including winning two world championships. His name is Billy Dibb. Good afternoon, Thank brother. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Chris. How you doing? Mate, I'm doing really well. Um, can you believe this fellow with me, Billy, hasn't done so much in life? Who's with you, mate? Tell oh, me. Cowboy Dan. He's my producer over Cowboy, there. He's never even Cowboy driven. Dan, how you doing, mate? He's night, never mate. even driven a car. Really? Nah. Never driven a car. No. Nah. Never fished. Never surfed. Wow. Wow, well, mate. You need to live a little. You need to live a little, mate. Absolutely. That, that's what I keep telling him, Billy. Where are you at the moment? Are you in a restaurant? I am. I'm just out with some family, just enjoying a nice day out. It sounds nice, whatever you're dining into there. Where, where are you? Give the restaurant a plug if you want. You might get something off the bill. No, nah, we're just in Bell Harbour, mate. Bell okay. Harbour having a nice one. All right. Let's talk some uh, boxing, Billy. Um, and I know there's some exciting plans ahead for yourself, so we might just save that for um, the end of, of, of our little chat. Um, we've all been hearing over you know, the past year or two, it's all been about Tim Zoo, And now we know that younger bro Nikita is going to make uh, his uh, professional debut. Uh, you know Nikita pretty well. You've been, I guess, watching his de- development over, over the years. He's taken some time out of the sport, um, studying architecture, I think, is what he's been doing. Tell us more about Nikita Zoo. Well, Nikita was an outstanding amateur who, I mean, boxed internationally. He represented Australia. He uh, was national champion on a, on a few occasions. He was definitely a standout um, during his time. Unfortunately, he never fought as a senior. He was just a junior. And then mm. he decided to take a little bit of a uh, brief step away from boxing and just concentrate on his studies. And, you know, now, now that he's seen Tim having some great success, I think he just felt like maybe it was time for him to join the uh, bandwagon and, uh, mm. and get out there and uh, showcase his abilities. And obviously, you know, he's got a great promotional company in No Limit behind him and an awesome manager, in, uh, Glenn Jennings. So I think yeah. the sky's the limit for the kid. You really need it, don't you? You need the promoters behind you. You need the right team behind you. You can have all the ability in the world. But look what's happened with Tim. He's unbeaten. Yeah. Um, he's making plenty of dough. But and and the big ticket, the big ticket's still to come for Tim if he can get that world title down the track. Nikita, um, he's softly spoken, but my goodness, he looks like his old man, doesn't he? Mate, he's a uh, 
he doesn't look like his old man as much as Tim does. But yeah. he, I mean, he's, he, he can fight like his old man. That's for sure. I mean, both the kids can actually fight. Tim and Nikita are both great talents. And I believe, um, you know, boxing Australia is in some uh, good hands. So, mm. you know, they, they're very proud Australians. Um, although they come from a um, Russian heritage, they're very, very proud to be Australian. And I, I know that, um, uh, you know, both of them are going to do Australia very, very proud when their time comes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I watched the press conference, oh, I don't know when it was, or maybe a week ago, was it? And um, he described himself, this is Nikita, he sort of described Tim as the surgeon and he's more the butcher. Uh, sort of same outcome, but he's a bit messier. Yeah, he is. Look, he is. He's a, he's a bit of a scrapper. He likes to get involved in a bit of a fight. So, you know, he's not as tactical as Tim is, but let me tell you something, the kid packs a punch. He can wallop. That's what he can do for sure. So, Tim, then, um, take us through that, um, where we're up to with Tim Zhu. Uh, he's going to make his first appearance overseas in the United States. Um, so he's inching closer to, a, to a, a world title shot. Yeah, obviously, look, he's sitting right there at number one in the world. And um, basically, all he has to do is just, uh, you know, keep winning. He's, he's got to win his next fight. And uh, he's doing it on the undercard of Charlo versus Castano mm. to, set up the, uh, to set up the big fight. So... Obviously, the winner of Castano and Charlo will have to face Tim next. And although it won't be an easy fight, I definitely give Tim a chance. He's in there, and uh, kid's got two fists in the heartbeat, so he's, he's definitely in there with a chance to do it. Mm, absolutely. Um, I want to talk um, about more Aussie boxers in a moment, but the one big one, and, and uh, this is um, George Cambosis Jr. I'm talking about here. Um, so it was a Brocky Jarvis. We'll chat about him in a moment. Uh, like George Cambosis Jr. Um, well, unlike him, he's not a world title holder yet, Brock Jarvis. But with George Cambosis Jr., um, 20 and 0, where, where are we up to there? Is he about to make an announcement about his next fight? Do you know? Yeah, I mean, look, he's, he's looking to fight either Devin Haney or uh, Vasily Lemachenko. Whether he does that or, or, does that or not, I don't know. Mm. But, um, uh, you know, he's had a few offers to fight a couple of Australian fighters and he's turned it down. Um, so he definitely wants the big names and obviously, you know, they're not easy fights and whether he, whether he wins or loses, I don't know, but I know that he's in there with the chance, you know, the kid's got a lot of heart and a lot of ability and, um, he could definitely mix it with the best of them. But mm. at this current moment right now, it's a toss up between Devin Haney and Vasily Lemachenko. But if you're asking me, I think he's more leaning towards Vasily Lemachenko. And would that be that would be in Oz, would it, Billy, or, or what? Well, 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 I mean, well, look, he's saying that, you know, he's trying to tell the promoters overseas that he can get eighty thousand fans in, in, the, in the stadium, and you know, mm-hmm. that, that that's going to be a shutout and no hitter. That's, that's not going to happen. You know, what I mean, it's never going to happen. He, he'll be lucky to get ten, fifteen thousand, if that. You know what I mean? So it just, you know, but but mm. you know. I mean, the kid's got aspirations and, you know, ambitions, but 80,000 people, you're, you're a long way away from that. You know what I mean? You know, the greatest crowd that we've ever had in Australian boxing was Anthony Mundine versus Danny Green. It was nowhere even near 80,000. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so, a tricky you know, one, but, isn't it? And but, it's a show. The, sh- the fight, the thing is, it, it, it all comes down to money. You know, at the end of the day, if they're going to offer George three or $4 million to go fight overseas, he's not going to fight here, you know, no. because really, he'll be lucky to make $1.5 million of his fights over here. Mm. It's going to be a very, very hard ask. You know, you, you got to remember he's going to have to pay Vasily Lemchenko or Devin Haney some great money. Mm. It's, it's, it's a numbers thing, you know. It's all going to come down to the numbers and the money. And at the end of the day, if, if I'm George, you know what I mean? I just, yeah. you know, 
if I was George, I'd be taking like a, you know, because he's coming off a really hard fight. I'd just be taking an easy defense, mm. you know, defend the titles once, earn some money, and then go over there and have another crack at the hard fight. You know what I mean? But mm. you know, the kid's got ambitions, and you just got to give him. You got to applaud him for that. Good on him. Let him chase what he wants to chase. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, isn't it? Behind the scenes, and and lot, you're right. Oftentimes, lot, oftentimes, um, the fight that they're taking is maybe not the right fight, but uh, money nah. talks. Money talks, and yeah, money you know, talks. Mate, it's all based on money. It's money. It's, Money's mm. thing, and look, if he does fight for City Lemachenko, man, it's going to be a really, really difficult fight. You know what I mean? But you got to, you know, you got to give the kid credit. He wants to test himself against the best, and that's mm. what he's going to do. Love to do it in in his own backyard. It would would be great. But you're right, he, he's going to get more money over there, and that's probably how things will go. Um, another Aussie uh, with a 20 and 0 unbeaten record is Brock Jarvis. Um, tell us more about Brock and, and his path. Where are we up to? Well, I mean, you saw Brock's last fight was a, yep. uh, you know, it was he had a little bit of a scare um, overseas in the US on the um, on Nettie Hearn uh, zone card, and um, you know, I think I think that um, uh, he copped a lot of flack on, you know, a lot of slack from a lot of people, you know, they didn't give him credit for for the comeback that he that he showed. He showed a lot of grit and heart to um, survive that and hurt and, and come back and eventually stop the kid, you know. People are saying, oh, it's a, it was a bit of a shy stoppage and the referee did him a favour. And, mm. you know, so they've decided to take a rematch against this kid. I, to be honest with you, I don't know why. Mm. It's, uh, you know, like you're 20 and 0, you move on, you know, you put that one behind and you move on and you get go on to bigger and better things. But I don't know what it is. I think, I think um, you know, he's sort of been forced into it, you know, by the bullies out there, you know, saying that, oh, he, you know, he should have lost or, you mm. know, Jeff should have stopped the fight or whatever. You know, there's so many things going around. But look, at the end of the day, Jeff Fennig knows what he's doing. Jeff's yep. a smart guy. He's been in a boxing game for a very, very long time. Brock Jarvis is a good talent. Um, and, you know, as I said, he's just going to face this guy in a rematch. He's probably going to do a job on him. I hope they do the job, you know what I mean, mm. and get him out of there early. And then Brock can go on to move on to bigger and better things. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I'd be doing if I was him. Mm. Alejandro Frias, yeah, I remember after that fight, uh, people were saying, well, he, he took a few punches, Brock, didn't he? Um, he did. He took he took a few. He took more than a few, but mm. he survived. You know, he survived. Yeah, but, the, but the thing is, you see, um, a lot of people they get upset with Jeff because Jeff's always on TV saying, oh, this corner should stop the fight and all this sort of stuff. But mm. Jeff knows his athlete. Mm. Jeff knows that Brock was okay. You know what I mean? From the outside, people looking in and saying Brock's finished. You know, he he, he was done. But Jeff didn't stop the fight to save him. You know, and Jeff gets on TV saying, mate, he should have saved the fight. He should have saved him. He should have did this. Throw the towel in. And that's people yeah. are having to go at Jeff for that. But, but Jeff knows Brock. Jeff you know, knows Brock. That's the thing. That's he, knows, the... Mate, he knows he's been there when the sparring sessions. He knows yep. Brock's hurt. And yep. you know, he knows that, you know, all he had to do, as he said, is just get Brock back to the corner, get him to relax, recoup, and come back. That's it. Yeah, I think the nutshell, Jeff knows Brock yeah, inside out and knows how much uh, his chin can take, etc. So well, just on Brock, exactly. and, and he's probably, he's flying under the radar somewhat when you consider he's 20-0, and 0, right? 20-0. and 0. Um, And we're all talking about Tim Zoo, etc. and there, there's you know, been others, but how far do you think Brock Jarvis can go? Mate, I don't know. Mm. I really don't know. You know what I mean? I just feel like Brock's got such great attributes that he doesn't use. Mm. But, um, you know, he's got the range and the height. And, um, you know, I don't know what's just happened with the, with the weight with him. And, you know, he's, he's getting bigger and bigger. You know, he's fluctuating weights. And, you know, he's push, pushing himself to make weight. Well, I, don't, I don't really know what's going on with Brock, you know. But, but does the kid have talent? Yes. Mm. You know, does he use his attributes? Well, probably not. You know, he's... He's a, he's a tall fighter. He's a rangy fighter. He's got a long reach. You know, he reminds me of a Diego Corrales. 
from back in the days, but he just doesn't use his attributes. So, mm. you know, we'll, we'll just see how far he goes. But, look, I wish Brock all the best. He's got a beautiful family. You know, him and Jeff have done a great job to get to this point. You could just applaud the kid. Good on him, mate. It's not an easy sport, and he's doing his best. Yeah, and he's, he's got uh, Jeff Fennick's arm around his shoulders too, so he is in good hands. Exactly. Righto. Billy exactly. Dibb, my friend, Billy Dibb. Um, <laughs> what's in store for you? Uh, do I hear there's a, a big fight coming up? Mate, yeah, man. It's been on the horizon for some time now, but we've finally got a date. We've been in camp working extremely hard. March 19th is the date that's been set. Promoted by Ace Boxing um, Promotions is at the Star Casino in, um, in the Gold Coast. And I'm facing Jacob NG for the IBF International title and the WBA Continental Lightweight title. So a uh-huh. great win there will place me right in the mix of the lightweight division and um, coming after them straps. Wow. 19th of March. Circle that in the diaries. Uh, Where did you say it was? The Star? The Star Casino at... Um, uh, at uh, in the Gold Coast. Gold Coast, Coast Broadbeach, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What it used to be called, Jupiter's, didn't it? I remember playing... Yeah, it used to be called Jupiter's, you know, that's right. It used to I be remember playing Jupiter. blackjack up there as a with my dad when I was only a teenager. Is that illegal? Yeah. I think it is. Oh, oh, no, no, it wasn't. I must have been over. I must have been over the age of, of 18. Well, mate, hey, all the best with that. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be talking to you, obviously, a lot more before then, mate, but great that that's all For locked sure. in stone. So Billy Dibb sure. v. Jacob NG. Um, and that's, I guess, for a solid ranking in the in the lightweight division, mate. So uh, anyone that thought Billy Dibb was uh, done and dusted, they can think again, huh? No, mate. Listen, 36 years of age, but I live like... Uh, Just mate, a pup. The way I live my life, the way I live my life as a clean Muslim, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't gamble, I don't do any of that stuff, I don't take drugs, you know, just living real clean. So, mate, my body is my temple and I've, mm-hmm. I've really looked after myself and believe me, um, you know, I'm putting them all on notice. Come come March 19th, they're going to come up to see me. Boom. Love it. Billy Dib, thanks for joining us on SEN. Thanks, mate. God bless you guys. Take you, care. You too. You too. Billy Dib. There he is. Uh, good man. Good man. And uh, certainly hasn't hung up the gloves. You heard it there for him. Uh, no way in this world. And even at the age of 36, given his lifestyle, and you know, take this on board, given his, his, his healthy, clean living lifestyle, um, he's probably a very, very young 36. Um so in terms of age, so Kelly Slater is taking out the Pipeline Masters. Yes. So that's, he's 50 in either today or the next few days. Yep. Did you know that? I didn't, but you no. told me. And who, so, and John Aloisi, was he turning 46 yesterday? Hey, he, he, he could have been. Brad Fittler turned 50 yesterday. Did he? He did, yes. And I see Brad's boy yes. uh, was playing yesterday for the Roosters. 15 years old he is. Uh, yeah. He marked for the back row. Yes. Yeah. Came through my club. Mm. Motorball Raiders. There's another one. Now. Coming through. Oh, mate, you should have seen him. He was, you know, in the under-12s, he was like, you know, towering over his opponents. But you could just see the gift. Mm. And you could just see, you know, it doesn't look like he's dead, but you can see in the body movements. Yep. Just, yep. Uh, you know, um, it's quite uncanny. From so, all reports, had a very good game yesterday as well. Yeah, no, I watched some highlights yep. of that. Um, so well done, well done to him. Now, what have we got coming up? What have we got coming up? Timmy Manor, we're going to talk to him some footy. Yep. Uh, it's got to be in this hour because I'm leaving in yeah, 45 minutes. You know that. Right. Uh, Christy Doran as well, going to talk some rugby union in a minute as well after the next break. Oh, okay, cool. Mm. Now, um, this text here uh, from who we got here? Holky from Oberon. Um, good afternoon, Chris. Still blowing a gale outdoors. Thanks, mate, for giving me that update because I'm in here and I can see the, the trees sort of moving out there through the through the windows. But it's a, 
not a great day. You say, Hulky, do you think there's any truth in the rumour that Brad Arthur is under huge pressure this year? Um, I'm hearing his first six rounds this year are vital. Well, Hulky, uh, well, yeah, we hear this every year with Brad, don't we? So, um, But he signed a contract extension at the end of last season. Um, so what needs uh, – Parramatta are different to other clubs in that they need to go beyond week one or even week two in the finals for the year to almost be deemed a successful. This, given their roster is going to be changing in 2023, it's a good opportunity for the Eels to make a real statement this year. Um, let's have this conversation at the end of next uh, coming season, I think, Holke, uh, and see how they go. But uh, if they don't perform well – and well by Parramatta standards is different to other clubs. If they don't perform well, and I mean go deep into the finals, well, you never, never know. And what is a contract worth anyway? Um, Re Cricket and Contracts and Justin Langer. Uh, this one here from Jaws. And he says, I'll be in the minority, but the Langer outcome is the right one. Not well handled by Cricket Australia, but overall the Langer defence is superficial. Um, he listened to the feedback and changed his way. So a big tick there. A surprise T20 World Cup, but assistant coach Andrew McDonald was more influential. Too much is being made of the Ashes win, given the appalling performances of the Poms. And finally, the role of Australian cricket coach is different to any other sport, as the captain sits above the coach in the hierarchy. Thank you, Jaws, for your input there. So a different spin on things. This is Sports Central with me, Chris Warren. We'll take a break and back with more. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.